Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today's podcast topic, I want to talk about the changes that we need to be making for our salons for the reopening if you haven't reopened just yet. However, if you have opened your salon, I want to talk about how we need to shift our mindset because we truly need to be focusing on the customer experience, even though we may have new guidelines through the CDC and OSHA and Barbicide. So I want to talk about the different things that I'm going to be implementing into my salon and for my team and for my guests. And I also want to leave you guys with all the different resources that I am bringing into the salon when we reopen. And all of the resources, I'm going to link them in the show notes. So if you guys are needing any type of tools, resources, further education, I just want to fill you guys in on what we are doing and what's working for us. Hey friends, are you thinking about starting a business or do you have a business and you feel stuck? The Pivot to Profit Roadmap walks you through how to create a stress-free business plan, structure, and vision to create a career that supports the life you want to live. Success doesn't happen by chance, it happens by choice, and if you don't plan, plan to fail. The Pivot to Profit Roadmap shows you how to create your business to be a success. If you're interested in the Pivot to Profit Roadmap, go to the show notes down below and email me and I'll send you some more information. So let's start with first the most important part, which is maintaining relationships and that communication with our clients. Right now, the clients are nervous. They are not for sure what to expect. They don't know what's happening in the salons, when we're opening, how we are booking. And it's important that we keep in good communication with our guests. You could be sending them letters, text messages, emails. The most important thing that you need to do is stay in contact with them and let them know what's going on. Notify your guests with maybe a video of your reopening. So what we did is we created a short little video letting everybody know we're really excited to see them. We can't wait to reopen. And we are letting them know that We will be reaching out to them personally to rebook their next appointments. We also sent out a survey as well, which is something that you could do if you have either like JotForm is a good platform you could use for creating surveys. Also, if your salon software offers that, our salon uses Vigaro. It works well for us and we are able to send out surveys to our clients, which we like to do at least quarterly to make sure that they are enjoying their experience, they feel safe, and asking them for any type of suggestions. So for this survey of reopening, we wanted to know from our clients on what would they, what could we do to help them feel safer. You want to let them feel like they're a part of the reopening. And if you have a team, also fill them in on 
your plans to reopen and find out what their input is as well. Sometimes some of the best ideas that your salon can implement is ones that come from your clients or some that come from your team. So it's important to make sure everyone's on board, everyone's on the same page, and everyone's united together. So when we sent out a survey, we wanted to know how many of you are wanting to return to our business when we open. 92% said yes. We asked them if they feel safe. 88% said they felt safe. And we also wanted to know what type of services they were looking for. And we had 89% said they were ready for haircuts. 74% said color. Now keep in mind, there will be people who are afraid and they are fearful of their health or safety or for whatever reasons, they might not want to return right away when, when we reopen. And we just have to be okay with that. And I would even say, reach out to them and let them know you you care about them and you understand and you are here for them when they're ready. And I think it's important that you maintain that relationship with that guest and make sure that they feel understood and heard. Because as most of you guys know, it's much easier to maintain relationships with current guests, current clients, as opposed to finding new clients. I also would recommend creating a video of what to expect. So we are still putting together our format of what we're going to be doing, but I will be going to the salon and recording myself as if I'm walking in as a guest. And I'm going to send that video out to them. I'm going to upload it on YouTube and I'm going to send that out as a text uh, marketing so they know exactly what they should be expected coming in because it's going to be different. Guests can't just walk in and plop their purse down and uh, go to the coffee bar or sit down in in a chair. It's not going to look like that anymore. And so it's important that you set that expectation clear of what you want and what you are doing in your space. I know that the CDC is recommending that we do some different things upon people entering into our facility, kind of like what you're seeing at the hospitals right now. So there is a few different resources of education that me and my team have taken, and I'm going to put that in the links below, but I thought that it was very informative and helpful. And one of them is from Barbicide. There's two different certifications. One is just your standard Barbicide certification, and the other one is directly correlated with COVID-19 and the precautions that we need to be taking to ensure our self is safe, our team is safe and our customers are safe, as safe as can be, right? And then there's also one from Dermalogica, which is called uh, a safe touch. And they have a great test, great education. And even if you're not necessarily an esthetician, I think it's it was a really informative uh, test and, and education. They also have like a clean touch checklist, which I thought was really uh, good. And I think that it's, there's a lot of different things that you can be implementing. You know, there's a lot of different education out there right now of what we need to be doing. I believe that what is happening is a lot of salons are kind of collectively taking this information, implementing what they believe is, is best for their salon and their spa. And that's what they're creating. They're like creating a lump sum protocol. Um, and I think that's what you need to do to ensure that, you are feeling safe and your customers are feeling safe. So after you send out that video of of what to expect, 
let's talk about booking and rebooking. So when we are booking our guests, which I just want to let you know that we have not booked anybody because we are based in Illinois and right now we do not have a open date. Um, so therefore, we're not scheduling anybody until we know exactly that specific date. Otherwise, I feel like we could be scheduling clients and getting them back in and uh, having to redo it all over again. And that's inconvenient for your clients. Um and extra work for yourself. So wait until you get that open date, which I believe there's only three states left that have not reopened uh, according to today's date. So what what I would suggest doing, you could either text your clients, email them, call them. It really depends on your relationship with that guest. I would not open up your online booking at this time and just saying it's a free for all because think about the clients who have been there since the beginning from you or maybe the really big spenders. I mean, we've got some clients that spend over $15,000 every year on their hair and beauty needs. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to put those as my priority loyal guests who are my regulars. I also have a high extension client base and there definitely is some people that I know that they need to come in because they're not able to even help themselves at all. And so my I-tip extensions, K-tip extensions, these clients definitely have to get in first. So I'm putting them in my first priority because as many of you know who are doing extensions, after a longer extended period of time of wearing extensions, it actually could be dangerous and could be causing extra hair loss because they're so grown out from the scalp area. And so those definitely are going to be my first priority clients. Their appointments, yes, will be very long, um, which I know that a lot of you have this mindset that you're trying to get as many people as possible in, but I just want us to kind of take a step back though. We've been off for what some of us have been off for like two months from go to zero into 110% of taking all our clients in and working super long hours. You may be doing not only yourself a disservice because you're going to be running on zero fumes, but it's going to take away from that guest experience. Mind you, these people have been waiting for you. So you can't lose that guest experience because you want to pack everybody in the very first day, the very first week. Just know it's maybe it's not going to happen and be okay with that. Give yourself some grace. I know everyone's very anxious to get back into the salon and make money. Um, and I get that. But I also am concerned about the safety of our stylists and estheticians. And I want us to make sure that we're still providing excellent customer service because if your clients have been missing you and they come in and they have a very poor experience because you were overworked, you are stressed, you can't breathe because you're wearing a mask now, you just have to think long-term versus short-term of what's going to work out for you. We also have um, a lot of short haircuts, and I believe that those guests also should be able to get penciled in prior to maybe balayage clients or clients who have really long hair. So I would prioritize your guests based on their loyalty and the services that they're going to need. In addition, I would go back to your calendar. So in Illinois, we had to shut down March 21st, I would go back into your calendar, starting with those appointments that were on the 21st, and work your way forward, calling each of those guests that already had established appointments first. 
and then I would make sure that they had their appointments. We also are wanting to book out at least three appointments because it might take about three appointments for things to start this a strict order from CDC to loosen up possibly a little bit. We'll we'll see how that goes, but I would like all of us to book out three appointments at a time, if not more. And we are also changing up our timing a little bit as well because we're going to have to extend our appointments about 15 minutes to even 30 minutes to make sure that we have plenty of time to um, get some breathing time for ourselves, get a sip of water, just kind of take it all in. You might have to regroup yourself before you can take your next guest in, in addition to wiping down everything. When we book the client's appointment, at least for the first appointment, we are collecting a 50% deposit. And the reason why we are doing this is so we have a, um, a dollar amount of money that we can place our color order and more products because we have not placed an order since, since March, since we haven't taken any clients. In addition, we did a few flash sales and we were able to um, really sell a lot of our in-store products as well. So we're very short on what we do have on hand. So we're going to have to have some type of money coming in in order for us to have spending money to replenish all of our tools and products that we need. This, I also believe, is going to create even more loyalty. I know some of you are nervous that you're going to lose clients because you may not be able to help them the very first day, the very first week, maybe even two weeks, three weeks. But by getting that 50% deposit down, I believe will create that loyalty so they are more invested into your business. Now, that doesn't guarantee that they might try to call some other salon down the road and try to get in with them. However, I feel like most salons are going to be all in the same position, trying to get all of our regular loyal clients in first before we're allowing new clients to get in. Obviously, if we have any openings on our book, if a new guest is going to want to come in, we would do our best to accommodate them. We'll also be putting people on a wait list as well. For the 50% deposit, if that client is not able to come into the salon for whatever reason, but specifically if they're not feeling well, we do not want anybody coming into the salon who does not feel well, that 50% deposit will just go towards their next service. It is non-refundable, also creating more of that loyalty. And you never know, like this, this may be very successful for us and I might just keep going with that 50% deposit to rebook their next appointment. All right, let's talk about upon the entrance. So there is more restrictions in some states versus others in other countries, but I believe that it's going to be no more than 10 people in a salon at a time. And they also are wanting us to stagger out the waiting room as well. They are wanting to create social distancing, so that's six feet apart. So if you need to remove some of your chairs from the waiting room, you may have to do that or block them off, whatever you feel is best. In addition, they're not, most places are recommending not to have beverages. And I believe for the beverages, it's more so if you have a self-serve service station that's going to create more of a high traffic touching area. So we do have a coffee station and mini bar fridge 
Um, however, it's not a self-service. We are still servicing them. We always want our guests to feel like they are our VIP in our salon. And so we, we always create, we always fix their beverages for them. So I'm not necessarily going to take away that. However, I'm going to have more bottled uh, products. So bottled water, bottled soda, and that way they can keep that beverage closed. I believe taking away all the beverages so you have nothing available for clients might not be the best idea if somebody is thirsty. Some of our clients, especially our hair extension clients or full-on color makeovers, which we very well may see quite a bit since clients have resorted to possibly box colors and DIY, um, DIY beauty care at home. <laughs> So their appointments may be a little bit longer. And if I was somewhere for three hours and you never offered me any water, I think I would be a little bit turned off by that. Also, there is not to have any paper products. So you want to throw away your magazines and um, make sure that you minimize any type of marketing material at this particular moment. I think a lot of things are going digital now. So if you want to create any type of digital menus, digital uh, business cards that you can text your clients, then maybe that's the way to go. And I think that's where we're going to see in our future. At my salon, we try as best as we can to go as paperless. Um, so we do not have menus. We do have paper cards and we do have welcome, like a welcome envelope that has almost like some business cards with some coupons on them. We do have that for our new clients. They're not displayed out in the open. They are in a closed cabinet area. And I think that we're going to see a lot more of empty um, empty countertops, which I think is good because you want your space to feel welcoming and professional. And if it's too cluttered with knickknacks, uh, it's probably not the best for biz for your business use. Um, plus, you're just spending money on things that are not making you money. We will also have upon entrance, which I'll be putting in this welcome video that I'll be sending my clients, a sanitation station. And I'm actually kind of excited about this because I feel like it makes things even more official. So I purchased a wall-mounted, touchless hand sanitizer um, that we'll be putting our hand sanitation, hand sanitizer in, and I'll be creating a poster that will, that you'll see right when you walk in. Fortunately, the way my space is designed, there is a entrance that is closed off to the rest of the salon. So it's not like anybody can just walk into the open. During the sanitation station, they'll have that sign that, that basically walks them through our safety and sanitation protocol in addition to collecting their hand sanitizer. And we'll also be providing um, disposable masks as well, just because you never know what type of mask clients are wearing. If I, I don't know, the, the people that are wearing masks, most of them are not wearing them correctly. And also, how are we supposed to do hair if they have more of the scarf-like masks on. We can't. So that definitely we have to have the masks that go around the ear, which will also state that in the video as well. If you are choosing to wear your own mask, keep in mind it needs to go around the ear, not in the back of the neck. In addition, it needs to be worn the entire time during your visit. 
And keep in mind, if they are choosing to wear their own masks, if they bought a fancy mask, which these masks are not cheap, um, if they're getting hair color or any type of service, they are risking that uh, mask to get dirty or maybe ruined. And so it's important to just let them know that your mask may get color on it. I might accidentally cut it. You never know. Just say these things to protect yourself and so they know what to expect. When they walk in, we will have to ask them some certain questions. And these questions, which you'll find, you'll find these on Barbicide, on CDC, and, and also for the dermatological tests that you take. But the questions that we'll have to ask is, have you been tested positive for COVID-19 in the past 14 days? Have you experienced the following system in the past 14 days? This includes fever, dry cough, body aches, headaches, sore throat, shortness of breath, breath, loss of taste or smell, or diarrhea. Um, so we have to ask these questions to the clients. And then are you or your immediate contacts in high-risk category? And if they, the client responds yes to any of these services, the service will need to be declined. And that being said, you have the right to refuse anyone exhibiting these symptoms or if they're not going to follow guidelines such as um, that they're not standing apart from each other, um, if they're not gonna, if they choose not to wear a mask, you know, not everybody is keen on wearing these masks. However, this is just the new way that we have to do things, and so we have to make sure that we are being consistent for everybody. And like I said before, I'm going to put in the show notes the different tools that I'm using at the salon that we will be using at the salon. So if you are looking for any of these resources, make sure to go in the show notes so you can find out what they are. So, and we also will be taking their temperature with a touchless thermometer. And then we will be walking them over to the station that they're going to be going to. And so let's talk about during the guest experience, okay? Most importantly, I want us to really control the conversation. You know, try to come up with a list of topics that really avoid politics or people complaining. I think a lot of people have been under a lot of stress and they may find themselves still very upset about everything going on for numerous reasons. And I believe that that's a lot of negative energy that we may be absorbing And if we're supposed to maintain a positive high energy, 100% for each of our guests, then we cannot allow these conversations at least to go on for a long time. And I might even put something in that video as well that speaks about, you know, our how we would like this guest experience to be for them and let them know that we are very excited to talk about your hair and your skin and all the trends and education. And we want to create the most positive, uh, relaxing experience. Now, some of these people may not even been touched by anybody since their last visit, you know, especially if they're single and at home and they quarantined themselves the entire time. So I think that a lot of these clients are feeling that desiring that touch from us that we are licensed to perform for them. And I just want us to set the stage and the tone for everybody, even if that is when they sit down, maybe even just lightly touching their shoulder and just saying like, so glad to see you. 
Thank you so much for coming in and for your loyalty. We we so appreciate you. I want to make sure that you feel safe this entire visit. And we want to focus your visit on making sure that we're able to give you the best beauty experience possible. Does that sound good to you? And maybe get some type of verbal agreement that you're investing in your time and them and you want to make sure that they feel safe and comfortable throughout this process. Maybe even reiterating the parts of the video that you created by saying, we're going to try to keep you in this one place as best as we can during your visit. That way we can maintain a clean, safe environment this entire time. If you need to go to the restroom, by all means, go to the bathroom, which I'll get into in a second. And we are going to have one client at a time. And many of us have been very... We double book because it can be more profitable. It does lose that, it can affect that customer experience, but I do believe that you have control of that experience. And I do believe that you can still make people feel comfortable and have that undivided attention, even if you are double booked. Um, However, in the beginning, we're going to choose not to double book. Thankfully, when we opened up the salon, we invested in some color processor machines, which it was a hefty price tag. However, that being said, the guests' feedback on these machines are incredible. It's a orbiting heater that does not blow air, so it's very quiet. It's very soothing and relaxing to them. And this also speeds up our color processing. So what would normally take maybe 35 to 40 minutes is taking us usually around 25 minutes for processing. And I believe during our processing time for our clients, it's important that we are using that time wisely to either clean our tools, wipe down handles, or even stepping away and breathing for a moment, having a sip of water and taking it all in. I think mentally, this is gonna be very challenging us to transition from zero to 100. And I believe that we really need to pay attention and be self-aware of physically and mentally how we're feeling. If you need to step away to take a couple of deep breaths and take your mask down and almost even like meditate to calm yourself, then please do so. Please make sure that you are taking care of yourself physically and mentally during this stressful time. I know a lot of people are anxious to fill up their books right away, but just be very cautious about your energy and your mindset as well. So during this conversation as well with our guests, you know, I want us to really focus in on beauty and trends and education, maybe even talk about like the classes that you took and maybe the positivities of staying at home. Maybe you were able to spend more time with your family, uh, your kids or your partner, or maybe how you picked up a new hobby or read some good books. Try to write these conversations down that you can have in your in, in your back pocket of let's really guide and direct this conversation and making sure that we're not hearing all of the politics or complaining or negativity or it's just a lot to absorb and handle. So try to just control that conversation. We are going to be adding about additional 15 to even 30 minutes to our appointments. That way it gives us plenty of time to wipe down and sanitize our chair and our tools, our blow dryer, and also the shampoo bowl. We, there's some guidelines that most of us should have already been doing in the beginning, such as always using a new cape, 
and doing laundry, not using the same towel on the same person. I mean, we shouldn't be doing that in the first place. I think that we're going to see a lot more wiping down of tools and making sure that barbicide is in fact changed daily. <laughs> um, we'll be implementing like our barbicide wipes. Um, the wipes I think are going to be great for the fact that there's a two minute drying time and it's completely um, uh, disinfected. So make sure that you're utilizing something like a barbicide wipe. And I believe that we'll also be limiting our service appointments, um, such as maybe we're not going to be doing balayage in a full-on uh, color makeover right away. Maybe we'll just start with our touch-ups, our haircuts, and schedule them out maybe three weeks or four weeks, depending on how many clients you have to accommodate. And then get them back in for their highlights or balayage or something that's more of a high makeover. Um, and that way we're able to accommodate more guests as well. Okay, let's talk about the high traffic areas. So high traffic areas are going to be your checkout, your retail, the bathroom, the exit, and the entrance of the salon. So I want us to try to get in the habit of every hour wiping down the handles of all these areas okay the checkout experience because thankfully we are more digital now we can actually check our clients out at the chair so they do not need to go stand up and go to a retail area that's just how my salon functions i think a lot of salon suite owners would have to agree as well like you are checking out your own client we do not have a receptionist um, we are charged of rebooking our own clients and collecting their payments. We have the ability to do Apple Pay or the Tap Pay with a credit card, but they could also do like the chip reader. So we don't have to touch their card. They won't have to sign anything or enter in a code. I want us to be the only people who touch the terminals, which we can check out clients on our own cell phone. And and we're not going to accept any cash or checks at this time. So that's something that you definitely want to tell your customers coming in um, to make sure that they're very aware if you have been taking cash or checks before. You could even ask them to prepay for their haircuts or anything that's more of a set price of, of service that they're receiving. They could prepay for that. And so this would just completely... Um, remove the checkout portion of their appointment. Um, in addition, if you're scheduling th three appointments out, you won't need to even rebook them because they already have done so. Um, we're going to have a, um, like a, a spray that we can wipe down our phones and, and the terminals and things like that. At least 70% al alcohol, I think, would do the trick. Um, we also are going to get a UVC light. I know some people agree with that. Some people don't. You guys make your own judgment with that, but I will link that light in um, the comments below and the no show notes below. Um, we also will have at our stations um, a, it's kind of cool. We'll see if it actually works, but it's a smartphone sterilizer with a with wireless charger. So clients can actually put their phones, which phones are super dirty, right? We take them everywhere. We put them in our pocket. We set them on the ground. They're in our dirty purses, right? So we've got these um, little, little. Uh, they're almost like just white uh, cabinet thing 
that you set your phone in, you can set your keys in, things like that, to avoid people putting stuff on our counter. Uh, it's It always kind of makes me chuckle when clients come in and they've got like a bag full of stuff with them. You know, they've got their laptops, a huge purse, their their water bottle, the phones, the keys, and they just are like, you know, set, setting up their home at your station. You want, of course, your clients to feel very comfortable Absolutely. But we also are really trying to control the the cleanliness of our space. And so when they bring their items and you never know where their items are at, and then they're putting their items all over your station that needs to be clean, um, it may not be the best idea. So we will also be telling our clients to, to make sure if you are bringing anything that it's just your essentials, such as your wallet, your keys, and your phone, and that's it. Um, in addition, not to bring in friends, family, and children at this time as well. Um, the retail area. This is usually a high traffic area. People are touching everything. But during this time, we are going to ask the staff is the only people that will be touching products. Instead of picking up products typically and saying, here, hold this, touch this, the experience is going to be a little bit different. Um, and... So we really need to lead with descriptions of the products that we're recommending because we may not be able to give it to them in their hands because this is going to cause us to be wiping down more stuff more often. So what I would like is that discussion in the chair. The client still stays in that one chair as we talk about the products. The products that we are using during the service, we... I always recommend using three different products, displaying them out, making sure that they know, here's the three products I recommend for your hair. Um, or if you're doing facials, same thing. These are the three products that I'm recommending for your skin. You can display it out. It's much easier for you to grab the products and wipe them down and then replace them back on the shelf than um, having your guests be touching everything as well. Um, in addition, you're trying to not cross-contaminate your products with the the team and their clients as well. So control the environment, control the space, grab those three products. When you're done with them, wipe them down, put them back on the shelf. We're going to have a ton of different like Clorox wipes around the salon as well. Um, And we're going to be removing a lot of maybe unnecessary items to just make sure that the space is spacious and it's clean. And I want clients to walk in and automatically feel like, wow, this is a really clean place. The majority of our clients, according to our service, they already feel safe. Before even knowing what we're trying to implement and put into our space, they know that we really take extra precaution to make sure that their service is in a clean, safe environment. For the bathroom area, we're going to put up a sign that makes sure that people are washing their hands. It's silly that we even have to remind people to do this. This It's so common sense. However, Okay, guess washing hands is a new thing, right? <laughs> but we will be having, um, I purchased these really cool touchless soap dispensers. And thankfully, the way I designed my space, I right when you walk in, there is that beverage bar, which also has a sink and um, soap. So you can automatically wash your hands there. But we will have the um, hand sanitizer in the entrance. Um, in addition, on our color bar, we also have a sink there, which is going to be great for the staff. They can wash their hands right there as well in between clients, which is the what we should be doing all the time anyways. I want us to make sure that we are wiping down the handles hourly um, for, for the bathroom as well. 
And this, but this also depends on the traffic and the usage as well. I'll be putting a Clorox wipes in, in the bathroom as well. And then your entrance and exit handles, make sure that you're wiping them hourly as well. Thankfully, the way our salon is designed, we are dedicating one area to entrance and one area, which is different as the exit, to help control the, the traffic flow within the salon. Uh, you guys, this is a lot. And, you know, I think the most important thing, my final thoughts here, is to just create really good communication skills with your team and your clients and create compassion as well. I mean, we have all experienced some type of form of pressure and stress and and this is just different. It's not the same as it used to be. And, and in order for us to continue great service and, and to still have that touch-based business where people can feel safe in our space, we just need to make sure that we're leading with compassion and communication. I don't want you guys to overbook yourself and stress yourself out because you just feel the pressure of you got to get everybody in. Just take your time with this. Ease into it. Your business will be there. Your clients love you. They've been waiting for you. They're excited and they're looking forward to your reopening. I want you to open up, reopen your space. And if you already have opened, I want you to just make sure that you have that self-awareness of your mental state, your physical state, and just know that I am here for you and we as an industry as a whole have experienced a hard hit and I just believe though I have faith that this will make our industry stronger. Our licenses have been dangling in front of us with threats of being ripped away and not just right now in COVID but it has been for the past few years because there's just been a lot of debate of whether or not cosmetologists, estheticians, if we deserve a license. And I think right now more than ever, especially with all these new guidelines that the states are seeing that it is important that we have a license and that we, we are deservant of being cosmetologists and estheticians and that not everybody should be practicing hair or skin because they don't have the proper education. If anything, this should strengthen our purpose of having a license. And that being said, I want to thank you all so much for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. I am praying for you all. And please make sure that you follow me, subscribe if you've liked this episode. Um, Make sure to tell all of your industry friends about it as well. So God bless everybody. Hey, friends. Thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer.